and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with Justin DeClue and Colin Cunningham. Or should I say Chris Kringle? Well, uh, if this is if you're listening to this before Christmas, continue. If it's after, turn it off, throw whatever device into a water. That like stop. How many years into of bad luck snow. is that? It's like a hundred. Oh no! <laughs> cannot listen to a Christmas podcast after Christmas. It's not. Yeah, fair. it's like white after Labor Day. And I have looked online and been like, why can't people wear white after Labor Day? How long can they uh, not wear white after Labor Day? Wait, but if you listen to it after Christmas, are you just listening to it before the next Christmas? Yeah, so I you're a sicko. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to close out the holiday season, um, we watched two movies this episode. <laughs> one bad, one bad, but also good. I would say. Which one is that? Wait, which one is that? <laughs> I am in suspense. So the first movie you watched was the bad movie. Uh, it's a really, really weird movie that came out, I believe, last year. It was 2017. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just try um, to think. When was it that Ron Perlman yelled at the world for oh, making yeah. fun of his movie? But how many times has he yelled at the world? Uh, he and Alex Proyas got together. And <laughs> remember when that happened? Uh, gods, gods of, of Egypt? Egypt? Yes, oh, Alex Proyas was very... Very angry about oh, yeah. that. Well, we should do that. That'd be a good episode. He's actually uh, uh, of Egyptian descent. Oh, uh, Alex, Alex Price? Price? Yeah. I did not. But yeah. he cast all white people in his movie. I, I don't know. <laughs> Man, that movie sucked. He would no, know. it rocks. <laughs> well, we have to watch it on the po- or, uh, for the podcast. I think we talked about it a bit on the Gerard Butler Patreon, uh, but yeah. not like a full review. No, no, no. I mean, next up that we have to do is our Vin Diesel uh, double bill, Chronicles <laughs> of Riddick, and Find Me Guilty. But that's <laughs> not what we're doing today. No. Because today we're doing Pottersville. Yeah. Yeah, so the this evil a, version uh, from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah. so that's a, that's a weird thing. It's like obviously uh, like a play on that, but yeah. or like a nod to, but why? Well, uh, it's a nod to it because I guess in the movie, like the factory closed down, so everyone's poor, and that's like the fractured future uh, that Jimmy yeah, Stewart so imagines. Basically, at the end of It's a Wonderful Life, all of the good stuff that Jimmy Stewart uh, saw, it's like an occur- occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. Like he, <laughs> he died, and it's like in the sliver of time before it's... Or uh, Jacob's Ladder. Ooh, sorry, spoiler for people who haven't seen that movie. Oh, I yeah. just got back from the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was some crazy kid with shaking head over there. And yeah. so this is about uh, everyone's favorite, huggable, lovable man, Michael Shannon. Yes, noted uh, serial killer Michael (laughs) Shannon. I don't think I've ever seen Michael Shannon in a comedy. Knives out. In well, well, this came out in 2017, Mm -hmm. and I watched it in 20, or maybe I watched it last year. I don't know. I think we, yeah, we watched it last year. Yeah. uh, Are you watching it now? (laughs) I'm experiencing all time. Knives out doesn't count because most people haven't seen it. But before this, (laughs) like, what has he done? Like, um, a scary villain in Shape of Water. Everything. Um, He's General Zod and Superman. He's on Boardwalk. Empire. He was really good in Nocturnal Animals. He wasn't a villain, but he's like a scary cop. It's a terrible movie. Well, you didn't Uh, like it? No, I don't like Nocturnal Animals. (laughs) Well, it's a hard watch. And I don't like that guy's fashion either. I don't remember what his name (laughs) is. Tom Ford. Tom Ford, yeah. Um, he was in something called was it Take Shelter? Take oh, Shelter. Take Shelter is very good. Yeah, it's really Shock good. Shotgun Stories was one of his earlier films. Yeah, that he, was. Uh, oh, and he was in the uh, uh, Joan Jett in the Runaways movie. Oh, was he? I didn't see that. He was I their manager, it, but I completely. He appears forgot. very briefly in um, what is it? That comedy with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. 
and it's directed by David Wayne. It's like they came together. They came together. Who is yeah. he in that? He just appears very briefly as a joke at the end. So is he a he, serial killer? Yeah, he is. He has a like samurai sword and he's chasing <laughs> after them. That movie's really funny. So to, good. I have to say, this guy, like Michael Shannon, I, I love him. Like he's very terrific. Oh wait, he but... played Elvis in that movie with uh, Kevin Spacey, where Elvis meets uh, Nixon. Oh yeah, yeah. Never, I've never actually never seen it. it. All That's I remember from right. that is that there were photos of Michael Shannon with a flip phone, and that movie came out like a few years ago. And it's like <laughs> Michael Shannon has a flip phone. <laughs> no, that seems to line up. Probably. Uh, I find him terrifying. Yeah, like he's terrifying. very intense. He's so intense, and he, he's just got one of those faces that you never know what's going on behind his eyes, and. It, any moment he's just gonna flip and 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 murder you so naturally you should cast him as the (laughs) kind-hearted owner of the general store who the whole town loves and he's just put upon and he just wants to make everybody happy nobody is paying for anything like they're just like can you put it on my tab and he's like oh yeah sure like when the movie starts you're like is he villainous in some way he's the only one in town that's making money yeah he's like need groceries you know he shows up to his general store and then he shovels the the sidewalk outside and then he looks at you know the neighboring stores and then shovels their sidewalk mm-hmm. as well so you're like he's oh, like a, the kindest man kind hearted man yeah it's the <laughs> it's the kind hearted ones you don't expect yeah, he but he's so scary even even <laughs> in this he's movie, terror- movie he's terrifying he's like playing it like so low key yeah and I'm gonna be, even before we get into the plot of this movie my favorite part is like the, the director decides to shoot it like Steven Soderbergh for some reason where it's all like locked down really green yeah. and all wide angle lenses yeah. right up in the actor's face. I mean, it's yeah. almost like Terry Gilliam-esque in some yeah. shots. Like, <laughs> the wide angles are insane. And all these, like, it's framed where the people are in the middle of the yes. shot. Like, it's yeah. odd. Wes Anderson, he's like, yeah. oh, that's how you make comedic movies, right? Yeah. It's like harsh and ugly, but also uh, very off-putting in its framing. The tone yeah. is, is very, very weird. And it's just one of those movies where, you know, if you, you could easily see it on the Hallmark channel or something like that but no, because too, of the cast, it's too weird to be on the Hallmark channel it's just the cast just makes it something else so it's, it's such an oddity we should get into what the actual plot of the movie is which is um, Michael Shannon after a long day uh, <laughs> working at the grocery store that he owns with always a bridesmaid never a bride Judy Greer uh, we're Judy Greer <laughs> that's right aka the best friend slash um, I guess divorced mom in every movie she yeah. deserves better yeah she she does. She's a great actress. She's and really good. Michael Shannon um, gets some um, uh, meat from Ian McShane, the <laughs> local hunter. Yeah, in the city. he sells him like elk meat or something, yes. elk steaks. And then he decides to, to go home a little early. Yeah. Uh oh, never do that in a movie because what does he find? <laughs> His wife with another man. Uh, her, his his Cr- wife, Christina Hendricks, from, from Mad, Mad Men. Men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone who, uh, her post-Mad Men career. Uh, oof. Yeah, not so good. She <laughs> yeah. was in Drive, which was during Mad Men. Very briefly, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, and uh, <laughs> with Ron Perlman. But yeah. there's a twist. What uh, is it, April? Well, it's that they're not actually having sex. They're just dressing up like animals and quote unquote rubbing each other. But um, like Michael <laughs> Shannon unquote. is like, you're cheating on me. You're clearly having sex. This is about sex. And they're like, no, no, we promise it's not. And then Christina Hendricks is like, Maynard, I'm bored. By the way, this guy's named Maynard. I have never met a 
Ma- nice person named Maynard. Maynard Glacier. <laughs> okay. You have the never only- met a <laughs> nice person? I've never met you. So Maynard met is a villain. Mainers. The only Maynard I know is the guy, the lead singer of Tool. Yeah, and you know what he is? A Tool? <laughs> so what, of the dozens of Tool Maynards? Tool is a scary band. You guys know <laughs> wait, that wait, music, wait. right? Tool is Do you guys scary. know Tool? I know yes, what Tool is. Tool. Are you confusing them with like Slipknot where you're like, no, they wear masks Tool, and they're Tool crazy? is a little more, you know, alternative. Yeah, but, Tool uh, had the kind of scary videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, One directed by Todd McFarlane. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh wait, not with surprised. a freak on a leash where it's like the bullet going through stuff. That's, yeah, I think I think that's, that's the corn. one. That's corn. That's not tool. Oh, oh. yeah, you're right. <laughs> Come on, you Sorry. guys. We got confused. Um, We're very old men. <laughs> but anyway, so oh, he's yeah. angry. Oh, we're getting back into April's love of new metal. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't, no, I can't help it. Um, so Maynard freaks out, and then well, he she leaves. explains that they're furries. Yeah, she's but, they're but, furries. but she's like, look, I need excitement in life. You're not cutting it. Like I'm, uh, I need more. So we should point out that this movie. Lots of furry content in it, yeah. and the furries are the butt of the joke. Always. And if Always. you don't know what a furry is, look it up online. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Not at work, though. But, well, <laughs> prob- probably not. It's a sexual Exactly, thing. and it opens up with this, so it's like, you think that's kind of what the movie is about, about, and it kind of is. It's, but it's, it's the instigating factor, I think. Yeah. yeah you know, it's, it's, and we didn't even mention that the other uh, man in the situation mm-hmm. is Ron Perlman he almost, at his sweatiest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He yeah, He's dressed yeah. as a wolf, and he takes the uh, the wolf mask off. Mm-hmm. The, for the rest of the scene, it, sweat is dripping off of his face. Uh, it, 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 it looks like he's about to die. It's I'm really like, gross. <laughs> and... Uh, you're yeah. like, I can condone a furriness, but not sweaty Ron Perlman's. Well, this this is the funny thing. So in the opening credits, you note that Michael Shannon is listed as an executive producer. Which um, is insane. Which okay. Oh, you mean, and Ron Perlman? Uh, no. His, oh. Ron Perlman's company, his production mm. company, uh, made the movie yeah. or produced the movie or something like so that. So still Ron Perlman. Uh, yeah, but his name, I, I don't think is... Anywhere on the film, but Michael he Shannon. Went uncredited. Michael Shannon personally is is listed. <laughs> Personal. That so is this insane is, because it's like, was Michael Shannon like, I must star? in Is this it like movie? a Ponzi scheme of I some kind? I don't know if it's they all know one another. It and, looks like someone is holding a gun to Michael Shannon throughout the film to I, act I, in this I, movie. I don't understand it, or he's just like you know, uh, you know, I'm getting typecast as this <laughs> as this psychopath Listen, crazy guy. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a really nice guy. Why don't why don't people think I'm a nice guy? <laughs> I wrote, I wrote this script, Pottersville. So I'm anyway, gonna... we need to get to what the movie is really about, which right. is Bigfoot. Yeah, so my, people listening that don't know what Pottersville are like, wait, wait, wait what? It's actually a Bigfoot movie. So yeah. uh, Michael Shannon does what anybody who's having relationship problems are, uh, do, is he gets really drunk, goes to his general store, and doesn't just like find a Bigfoot costume, he like builds a Bigfoot costume. It's kind of like a hunter's camouflage yeah. outfit yeah. with a gorilla, gorilla mask. mask. I don't know why you need a gorilla mask to go hunting. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, his store just, yeah, Halloween stuff in the back. (laughs) That's right, yeah. And then he wanders around town, and he he wakes up from his drunken stupor the next day, and instantly, like, the town is just... A buzz. Yeah, a buzz (laughs) with... Bigfoot sightings. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, it's on the news and yeah. everybody's around. Like, is the this all that it takes? Like one guy and like people are like Bigfoot's real. Like, he's, well, maybe nothing's happening who, in the town. Who knew that people were so Bigfoot crazy? Like, 
<laughs> me. I, I guess you didn't grow up in a small town, no. Toronto. Um, but are you like, going to tell some Oshawa no, stories? No, but like I'm just sightings? wondering, like if would this happen in my hometown? No, no, because they look at the video and they're like, "That's obviously not a yeah. Bigfoot." Well, it's not even video. Nobody has video. It's <laughs> yeah. all just like secondhand. You know, I saw him in my backyard. There was maybe some pictures or something. And like he's yeah. right out there too. Yeah. It's not like he did something that like a bunch of people saw. Like multiple people saw him just wandering around. Yeah, yeah. and he's like passed out in their lawn. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like drinking from one guy's fountain. It goes on for like. Yeah. 30 minutes like all the stuff that he did the, yeah. big, the bigfoot shenanigans just in case like the audience is like wait was michael shannon bigfoot i don't understand <laughs> he could yeah. probably just walk around without the outfit <laughs> yeah they're like it's bigfoot <laughs> oh jesus some serial killer so christina hendrix is happy because oh she wants to fuck bigfoot into that kind of thing mm-hmm. um which is again like kind of like they're saying like furries are yeah they want to have fuck sex with animals yeah, yeah which is not the case i hear it's very weird no, it turns no. around um but then like michael shannon's like well i can't tell anyone because everyone's so happy well he goes to the cops right away right away and yeah. it's ron perlman he's the sheriff, sheriff yeah and his Still daughter sweaty. his daughter actually is the uh is the deputy oh is it oh, yeah I, I, I the woman that. who keeps repeating what what uh he's saying like later. in real life it's his daughter yeah, or, yeah. oh i didn't know that yeah yeah and so, yeah, the town is Bigfoot crazy, and uh-huh. then... Um, but, you know, everybody, uh, you know, they're making t-shirts, and, you know, uh, they're finally, like, getting on the map, all the, like, local news stations and yeah. stuff like that. And then Just from people talking about Bigfoot. About Bigfoot. Yep. And then uh, the real star of the movie shows up, <laughs> Thomas Lennon, <laughs> the man who yeah. will never turn anything down. Yeah, he really won't. And I actually think he's a good actor, but he's in a lot of bad movies. Yes. Um, this one included. I mean, yeah. he wrote a lot of bad movies. He oh, wrote really? a book about it. Yeah, he wrote like Night at the Museum, one oh, and right. two. Did he really? Yeah, yeah he did. I heard that. Oh my god. <laughs> and he was in that odd couple TV show with Matthew Perry. Oh, he's uh, also in Monster it. Trucks. Like if there's a oh bad god. studio wow. comedy, actually people like Monster Trucks. I haven't seen it. Thomas Lennon is not far behind. That's so yeah. weird. Either having written it or starring in it. Uh, and he was also in The Dark Knight Rises. That's right. Well, The Dark Knight Rises uh, or Don't and remember. The Dark Knight as well have like insane cast because I see Christopher Nolan just like Eric Roberts is in Batman Begins. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Michael yeah. J. White has a big role in um, Dark Knight. I think yeah. it's just like... Those small cameos. Yeah, Christopher Nolan likes casting like weird people in these yeah. movies. Unless Christopher Nolan's like, I like to cast actors nobody knows. And by that he means like, I don't know who they are. And they just end up being like, I don't know who this lifters. Eric Roberts person is. But. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Didn't you say that uh, Tom Lennon was in 1510 to Paris? Uh, yes, he <laughs> 1517. is. Oh, 1517. Well, okay, so 1517 to Paris starts with 30 minutes that every actor is played by a comedian so thomas lennon is in there judy greer is in there oh jenna God, fisher giving the worst performance i've ever seen um who's the guy it's tony kale that's also in arrested development he plays buster tony hale steve, tony hale steve yeah. Urkel. yeah he's also there uh, urkel plays one of the teachers it's oh almost God. like Jaleel White. Uh, clint eastwood made a decision where he went like i want comedians and they're not comedic roles because in that movie the real people who yeah. like did it are there. So, so like Steven Soderbergh did this in The Informant, which is that the movie is serious, but every actor is played by like a big comedian. So it's like Patton Oswalt and like oh, from heard. Back to the Future. I never, never saw The Informant. It's very good. Oh you should God. check it out. Um, sorry to detract, but... Um, sorry to derail. Derail. Did you know that Clint Eastwood tried to get the terrorist from 1510 to Paris? 1517? Don't look at me. <laughs> April knows this because she heard it on the Important Cinema Club. He tried, what? Because he's like, I want all the real yeah, people. Yeah, so basically like the... Um, 
big scene, 1517 <laughs> to Paris is about, which is a terrorist took over a train and then got taken down by Americans. Everyone in that scene is the actual person that was right, on the right. train. Not just the stars. Yeah. There's a guy that gets like shot in the arm the and it's that guy. Yeah, the extras and everything. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and he wanted crazy? to get the terrorist? He wanted, yeah, he uh, asked the French authorities and they're like, uh, no. What the fuck is he thinking I know. well he's well, senile is like 87 <laughs> so the Jesus. fact that he's like making decisions like this is insane wow is it laziness he's like i just don't want to cast anybody <laughs> and then he's see. just watching sitcoms and he's like oh that person's good judy greer he's good yeah, yeah. was thomas london uh, on arrested development or maybe he was just watching arrested development i can't remember carl was. weathers no i wish he was in anyway Mando. wait <laughs> is uh is world famous comedian michael shannon in the 1510 to paris <laughs> no sadly he is not oh no um so back to pottersville i mean there's not much plot to this so thomas lennon shows up we didn't even say who he is he plays like a reality tv show he's like uh, the, big like game a hunter kind of crocodile hunter type yeah doing an Australian accent which is not very good but is later revealed to be a fake Australian accent yeah, yeah. so it's supposed to be bad it's yeah. it's like a finding big, Bigfoot show or this is like right. a, this feels yeah. like a like a uh, an element that is like 10 years out of date like yeah <laughs> this whole movie has a lot of comedic setups and concepts that are very dated and not funny so what's amazing <laughs> yeah. about Thomas Lennon is he suddenly becomes uh, the main character of the movie. And yeah. like, I guess Michael Shannon had something else he had to do because he just well, disappears from the film it's for an also, hour. It's also like the Ron Perlman like show uh, in yeah. the second half. Yeah. So it's like, like Thomas Lennon and Ron Perlman. And a Ian lot McShane. of like found footage stuff uh, <laughs> as they yeah. try to hunt Bigfoot. Yeah, that's right. But it's like, oh God, it's so, it, nothing is funny. Everybody's <laughs> trying, yes. but it's just. Yeah. And the way it's shot is like so weird and off-putting. It's very like, kind of pedestrian and TV mm. quality, TV level. Yeah, and one thing I mentioned about um, Michael Shannon is that he has a way of smiling that's <laughs> not really smiling. It's it's unsettling. Like, it, just like the corners of his lips are going up, but the rest of the face is like intense and scary. Yeah, and so even when he's smiling, he looks scary. It's like the kind of like... Uh, uh, like a fake smile that you do when someone's like talking you to know, you. You know, maybe Michael like, Shannon is in this like, did you read that <laughs> article that Al Pacino, he talked about being in a lot of shitty movies and he says it's because he reads really bad scripts oh, and he's he like, I just want to make them. it just okay. Yeah. That's my goal. Gonna, he wants to, bad, wants just to elevate okay. the movie well, through his good talent. good for him, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Michael Shannon looks like he's like sleepwalking in this one. Ah, yeah. yeah, but it's always, it's like we, you know, uh, seeing a comedian in a dramatic role, mm -hmm. you're always waiting you know, and it's see like John Candy and JFK or something. And <laughs> was he in JFK? He was. Yeah, with the big yeah. Southern accent. He's like, he's like, you know, you, you hear me, Daddy O. And it's <laughs> it's so weird because you're you're just waiting for them to turn the switch and and. Yeah. joke and mm -hmm. like you know make you laugh or something like or that or make you cry like in planes trains and automobiles <laughs> exactly yeah. i like me my wife likes me <laughs> but this is the opposite this is the opposite you know it's like supposed to be this warm-hearted sweet kind of innocent comedy and you're, you're just staring at michael shannon's face that you know in other movies like you're, you're terrified of and you're so, just wait, waiting yeah. for him to flip. after all that what is your favorite part of this movie colin the redeeming quality is Ian McShane. Oh, I, I will so like, good. I will watch him in anything. He, he's just so awesome, and I think he he knows what the what kind of movie he's in mm -hmm. and like just how to play it. You know, he's never phoning it in. Yeah, he plays like Quint of the movie. Yeah, so Quite he plays literally in one scene. Yeah, yeah he does uh, like the Jaws reference. I mean, there's a really funny scene with Thomas Lennon where he's like, "I wrote this song for Gandhi" or yeah. something like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I gotta say, that was the one scene that I laughed. Yeah. And that might be my favorite thing because it's a movie that's not very good. Which was, yeah, he, he takes out a guitar and then he's playing... It's it's a Bigfoot song. Is it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and it's it's, it's almost funny. like this improv. Oh no, song. it's for Nelson uh, Nelson Mandela. Oh, he yeah. says. <laughs> How much do you want to bet Tom Lennon actually improv that? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. or like wrote yeah. it right before they filmed or something like that. He's like, that'll be a million dollars. But like, you're right. Ian McShane is the only one who's like, okay, this is like a character. Like he's really like acting and trying he's and very like, good he's so charismatic yeah i didn't like how like he's like always calling like tom lennon like a nancy boy and he's like oh yeah. you're singing and dancing uh you know it's very <laughs> i'm masculine i kill things that is a really yeah. like the script was written in 2002 exactly <laughs> kind of yeah feeling. hey maybe yeah. it was yeah and then they have like the uh, latina news reporter Yes. Oh, and God. She, yeah, every time she says her name, it's like Guterres or something like yeah. that. She like, says it like that. like, I'm I Nina fi- Juarez. I think yeah. the filmmakers think it's much funnier than it actually is. Yeah, because they do it like four times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's like the rake. It only gets funnier. There's tons of jokes like that in this movie that are just like, oh, it's like I'm, I, I, I'm feeling embarrassment for this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you just you sort know? of see them like really trying and it just the jokes are just thudding. Thomas Lennon cares or he just collect that paycheck and he has himself a fun time. He's definitely not phoning it in but I just don't don't think it's like it's like whatever he has like a first come first serve policy which is like but again like every other actor in this movie they may may just be all buddies like they know each other for something fun it seems like not Thomas Lennon no it's like Ron Perlman is like you know he's producing this movie he's calling in favors from all of his friends that's what I'm guessing but like this movie has like Academy Award nominated actors in it. Ian McShane's probably won like 10 BAFTAs by now. Probably. You know, and yeah, it's for like. a sweet album of songs. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's sexy a, he's a, Ian McShane when he was younger. What was that oh, show he was in in England that he was like. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like oh, Father. It was like he's a priest or something like that, wasn't he? I don't think so. Father Ted? No, it's no, not Father no. Ted. <laughs> Oh, fuck. We won't remember on this episode. Uh, it'll come to me. I'll find it on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Don't say that. You're like, let me just think about it. Let me meditate on it <laughs> just, as we and talk. And it'll just come to you. Um, and so this movie, essentially, like, I guess Michael Shannon gets, like, Bigfoot fever, and he just keeps dressing up as Bigfoot and running around, looking in people's windows, and they, like, wave at him. Yeah, yeah he kind of, Bigfoot it. becomes a celebrity, and then, you know, he, he knows that he can't admit it to the cops, because then all the goodwill in the town will evaporate. Everybody will leave in the town. We have to say, like, it opens up. The town is, like, uh, shows, like, for sale signs yeah, outside. Yeah, derelict. Of it's derelict town, pretty much. So I think what happens is... Lovejoy. That was the show. He was <laughs> Lovejoy. Okay. <laughs> what happens is... They, Ian McShane and you know Ron Perlman and the uh, Bigfoot guy Tom Lennon are like we're gonna go find Bigfoot and they don't and Michael Shannon is like they're gonna realize that there's no Bigfoot and the whole town is gonna go under so he decides to do dressing up like Bigfoot and do suicide he knows that they're gonna shoot him <laughs> oh yeah and so he's insane. he makes a decision much much like uh, it's a wonderful life. He he gets dressed up and he goes out and he's like, I'll do it one last time to save the town. Although if they like, shot if they him, shot they- him, they will instantly discover <laughs> yeah. that the Bigfoot is just a yeah, man in a costume. The town will be notorious for another reason. Yeah. The murder town. Judy Greer realizes the plan too late, yeah. and then she's like, Guys, this is obviously but she, Maynard. But she's Don't crying. Shoot him. Yeah, he writes this big suicide letter on the, on the typewriter, <laughs> and then and then she, I think she says it's a suicide note, and then yeah. she's crying. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that sentence when you were saying, this is just like, 
It's a Wonderful Life when Jimmy Stewart puts on the gorilla outfit and goes, <laughs> and goes running around the town. Or it's like, oh, it's a, uh, the alternate ending to It's a Wonderful Life <laughs> killing spree ending. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what's great yeah. about it, too, is that Thomas Lennon makes the classic mistake of capturing Bigfoot and not investigating him and just bringing him to the town square and being like, we yeah. captured Bigfoot. He was drunk on moonshine. If you look at this Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For half a second. From 20 feet away, you could <laughs> yeah. tell that it's, it's a guy in a gorilla mask. guy in a gorilla mask. I love that Thomas Lennon's plan is we reveal that he's an actor, yeah. is that he will catch Bigfoot and then he'll suddenly be able to be in movies again. Yeah, and he's going to not be Australian yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's how showbiz works. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly uh, on the phone or it's like his agent is with him or something like that. Yeah. Uh, someone from the network. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> and she knows his secret. But um, so he reveals Bigfoot and he's like... You, this town ruined me. He gets angry at the townspeople, especially mm-hmm. the furries, and he calls them all freaks, and he's like, I'm going to sue you. And then everyone's like, thanks a lot, Maynard. Now this guy's going to sue us. <laughs> I don't think that Thomas Lennon lawsuit's going to hold up in court. There yeah. was another kind of funny line where they're interviewing him later, and they're like, so you're suing the town of Pottersville. And he's like, yes, it's like a class action lawsuit, except it's the reverse. I'm, I'm, su- <laughs> right. I'm, I, I, I'm suing the whole town. <laughs> I kind of at that. Like, see, he is funny, but he's given so little to work with in this movie. And like, yeah. the town wants Maynard's like head on a stick, <laughs> which yeah, yeah which I, is I very don't. funny, and it's very like Simpson esque. Yeah, because it's, it's like, like you, ah! and you picture them Angry with like mob. torches and pitchforks yeah. or something. But then, uh, yeah, so they all go to Maynard's shop, and then Judy, Judy Greer brings out every time in the in the movie that somebody comes into the store. Mm. It's established at the beginning that he writes their name down in this book when he's they like, don't pay for what they're. Yeah, buying. he says you can put it on credit and pay me back later. And then Judy Greer finally shows them all the book and it's it's empty yeah he didn't care he didn't care maybe she just picked up a book that like he hadn't written in he's like (laughs) oh no i read the names in that book that's (laughs) my that's my new legend no you're holding it upside down go to the first page it's got everybody's so april what is your favorite part of this movie um I think I said Tom Lennon's song. Yeah, Tom Lennon's song <laughs> but, is very I mean, funny. This is my my favorite thing, and um, <laughs> of all time. <laughs> uh, and this kind of goes with my conclusion of this movie: is the fact that it exists. Yeah, definitely. This it, is a see it to believe it type movie because it's not an enjoyable experience. I, I, t- no. I, I tweeted like the the cover. And it nobody looked, believed it was real. It looks yeah. like a fake movie. It looks like it something does. that would appear like in a Lonely Island video or something like that. Like, no, have you seen Pottersville? Yeah, it would be like an SNL It's a Photoshop. Sketch. I mean, it is a Photoshop, but it looks, <laughs> it's a bad one. It's a real bad Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, what would uh, It's a Wonderful Life be like with Michael Shannon as the, <laughs> yeah. as the Jimmy also, Stewart? Also, yeah. Bigfoot and we make fun of furries. Yeah. Aren't they weird? Yeah. That's the joke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much offensive for many, many reasons. And then uh, <laughs> at the end... Um, also, are there... They're all white people, aren't they, in yeah. this movie? But there's a pretty couple... Much. Asian people? <laughs> I think so. But the Carl is Asian. White. No, we've got the Latina news the person. The Latina oh, news yeah, person that they make right. fun of. What, but doesn't everybody pay? So then they all line up at the store and uh, pay him back, like one by one. It's like, <laughs> Wait, where'd they get the money? Why didn't yeah. you pay him back when you you bought the food? Because we could take advantage of him. Yeah, now they're exactly. all rich on the Bigfoot money, I guess. Oh, yeah, probably. Because yeah. how yeah. end again? Like, they he... open a Bigfoot museum. Yeah, oh, he falls So they like, don't reveal anything? He realizes oh. that, you know, Judy Greer's like crushing on him and then yeah. he kicks oh, yeah. 
episode. Yeah. Uh, he kills her. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the kettle comes to a boil. You're going to find your body in my basement. <laughs> yeah. Killed by Bigfoot. <laughs> and then uh, he dumps Christina Hendrick, who's like really upset. In front of the whole town. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So this is funny. And it, the movie kind of ends with uh, him and Judy Greer standing outside the museum. And then they kind of kiss. And then you hear this noise from off screen. And, and you're like, is there a real it Bigfoot? It sounds like Bigfoot. It's well, like a... No, we, we thought it was. Yeah, and then everybody rewinds I'm like, that wait part. a minute. And I rewound it. And then we, we turned, turned on the subtitles. subtitles on. Yeah. And it just said in brackets, cheering. <laughs> wait, what? So it's supposed what? to be the town's No, okay. So those subtitles were probably written by someone who wasn't watching the movie at the okay. same time. Because you just send an audio file when you want something subtitled. So they probably had no idea what it was. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. Well, that used to happen all the time when I had to close caption stuff. You yeah. just, like, make stuff up. Yeah, sure. you don't know, because, like, they wouldn't write, like, Bigfoot growl, because yeah, they don't it, know what... Which is weird. Are they it, about to be killed by it, Bigfoot? It didn't sound like a growl. They kind of do this concerned glance but, off screen, and I'm like, who's, who's yeah. cheering for them? Like, is it people outside of the museum? Yeah, yeah finally, yeah, those Maynard. two lovebirds are getting together. Um, so this is really funny. Uh, I guess, like, when the movie was released... It was getting all these bad reviews. And there was yes. one there was one review in particular that was really like scathing. I think it was on I don't know, not clear. Eighty cool movies. <laughs> And uh, so Ron Perlman, I guess, read the review and uh, uh, tweeted out, and it's still there. He still got the tweet up. <laughs> he was really pissed, and he says, "My company made a little movie out on Netflix now called Pottersville." One critic called it the worst movie ever made. It's him and irresponsible. Like him, that turned a great art into a cavalcade of men in spandex. Pottersville, made with love. Wait, but he starred in Hellboy, <laughs> one and two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, technically, he had leather pants. He wasn't wearing any spandex. His uh, spandex jacket that he wore yeah. the entire time. Uh, we made this uh, family friendly uh, uh, Christmas movie in this. Called it terrible. Oh, God. You gotta bleep, bleep that out. I don't want to have the C word on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I gotta load up bars and tone now. <laughs> no, you can just go here. I'll give you a beep. Hold on. Beep. That was Justin. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You know what you should do? You should use the word like um, candy ass. <laughs> just dub what I just said there. Let me, let's get dub, it, one. dub it with me. Talk. Candy ass. <laughs> Just take it from there and then put it lit earlier. You know, that pays off. People are like, ooh, I get the context of it now. Or the movie Cats. <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch of cats. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I guess was the other moving movie we on, watched? we watched a movie about um, the most lovable Christmas um, creature. Dan Haggerty. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Nazi elves on Christmas. Okay. The no, mo- there's the some movie. mistakes in that sentence you just said. Right off Nazi the bat. Nazi elf. <laughs> right off the bat. Nazi the movie elf. is called Elves. There is one elf. And it does take place over Christmas. It does. It does. It stars everyone's favorite, Grizzly uh, Adams, this, Dan Haggerty. Okay, Dan Haggerty. How how is this guy a star? I don't understand. Well, he's Grizzly lovable. Adams, he's lovable. Yeah, who doesn't love a lovable chimney? I was yeah. I, I was telling April, uh, you know, his co-star in Grizzly Adams was a bear. So yeah. I guess there's no chance of him being outacted like on screen. <laughs> oh no, people thought that like they hired Dan Haggerty to play the bear, and then like a bear showed up, and they're like, eh, I guess we're gonna have to find another role for him. He kind of does look like a bear. Yeah, he does. He's gigantic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got this big like warm and fuzzy thing going. 
going on. Yeah, maybe, warm and maybe. fuzzy, more like kind of moldy and like sour smelling. I he, bet he looks like a homeless person in this movie, and I, I think he is a homeless person in this movie. He's, he's evicted from his trailer. Um, so what's the plot of this movie, April? Well, it's really complicated, actually. But <laughs> basically, there's this girl who has a bunch of friends, and at the beginning of the movie, they accidentally summon some creature, and then later at the mall, um, a Santa. You say creature, oh, you mean elf? It's an elf, yeah. Yeah. This so is... she works at the mall, and she hates Christmas, and then she uh, gets molested by the current. Um, Santa who works there and then five seconds later he's killed and then later you find out it was the elf oh you're skipping some very important information <laughs> and like, then, like the Santa gets killed yeah. by being stabbed in the dick by an elf well first of all the the over the brief summary of the plot is not her grandfather is a Nazi and yeah. uh, want to have her mate with an elf mm-hmm. in order to create a, a race of uh, Nazi super beings yeah <laughs> Nazi super elves <laughs> super elves alright so I'm gonna steal uh, you know what Colin you can go first what was your favorite thing my favorite thing yeah uh santa getting stabbed in the dish <laughs> so good it's a pretty great I've, scene i have a memory of like re-editing it yes for like a holiday reel where it looks it like just... he's stabbing him multiple times in the dish oh he keeps going he, yeah. he is and i just like yeah. looped it like so it's like 30 times like, yeah <laughs> he's just like this really despicable character like you know they go uh they want it they said they're gonna goof on santa they want to make fun of him <laughs> It's Did so, you used to say that back in the 60s? Ah, let's go, let's We're going to go goof on Santa. Santa. Let's go to the mall and goof on Santa. Because she hates Christmas. And yeah. so he immediately, this is in front of a line of children, by the way. He immediately like starts putting his hand up her like dress and stroking her thigh. And then he mm. says, oral. Santa said oral. And so and she then, slaps him. Yeah, so she slaps him and gets him fired. And then he immediately goes back to his dressing room and just starts like doing lines of cocaine. <laughs> and then his, his beard gets in the cocaine. And he's like, ah, fuck. And then he looks down and there's an elf in his crotch stabbing him. Yeah, so this elf is kind of like her protector. I guess she cuts her hand and mm-hmm. the blood gets in the ground. And then it's sort of like, uh, it's always always looking through her window. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll steal my favorite thing, the elf. When you say looking, because it's frozen in a rictus screen. (laughs) This is a very poor looking puppet. (laughs) It's not even a puppet. So supposedly the story goes, is they built like a maquette for the elf. Right. For like, I think uh, it wasn't supposed to be used in the movie. It was very heavy. But the uh, production company went, eh, it's fine. Let's just use this. <laughs> Was that supposed to be just like the reference to I make I think, yeah, the reference puppets? for the elf. Right, right. And so like the elf is like, its face is like, ah, it's, it's just yeah. open mouth wide. And that's all it can do. So it can just kind of like, it's like R2-D2. It can just like go from side to side pretty much. Yeah, yeah. not really. Yeah. And then you'll just... <laughs> And, like, they don't treat it in shadows, either. It's, no. like, just right on screen. Yeah, it's like, on. what's up? Yeah. yeah. It always looks like it's just screaming, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's eyes are open, like, terrifying. I have a mouse, but I cannot <laughs> <Yeah>. scream. <laughs> That's um, my sequel to Elves, Elves yeah. 2. Now there's more than one. Dan Haggerty. So. They should have made two. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we basically went through the plot. So Dan Haggerty's trying to figure out what's going on. He goes to a bunch of... Um, I guess professors and but people. Goes to the library. Yeah, he seems to know. He gets the job as the Santa after the old one dies, and I guess he kind of knows the mall GM or something like that. No, well, he asked for a job earlier, and he's like, "Get out of here!" And then yeah. he shows yeah, you up smell. again. No, but yeah. he, when in their introduction scene, when he first walks in, he knows the guy by name. Oh, and they shake hands, and he says, "You're always welcome here." Well, remember earlier when he said, "I'm not a detective anymore. I'm not even a store detective." Maybe he used to be a store detective. He was a detective. There I we guess. go. We cracked yeah. the case That's... of Elf. 
that's why. But then he, t- he s- says to the guy, do you have any jobs on security? And then he says, I'm straight now, I swear. So it's like, so is, did he just get out of jail? Or Is it like, like a common thing that Santas do cocaine all the time? I don't know. How else do you deal with all those kids? So <laughs> after that, the elf, he starts working in a convenient, in a department store mm-hmm. and he meets Zoe Deschanel. And <laughs> they don't believe that he's an elf. But then he worked for Santa Claus for oh, real. Oh, that's when James Conn shows up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's like, you're my father. April, I wouldn't know. I've never April seen does You've not. You've never seen Elf? She does not like I don't Elf. like it. Wait, why not? I just find it annoying. I don't know. I'm not. I, hey, I, wait, wait. You've never seen it, though. How can you find it annoying? I Every time I have seen any of it, I find it annoying. You're like, turn it off. You're like <laughs> I George C. Scott in uh, Hardcore. I, I don't. Like, turn it off. <laughs> I don't like stepbrothers either. Wait, so, okay. So I think what you're getting at is you have an anti Will Ferrell base. I've liked some. Uh, like what? Um, Please say, like, Stranger Than Fiction. I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there that he did that I liked. Uh, I liked him on SNL. I don't know. Ugh. Okay, fine. So wait, that's not the movie that we watched? We didn't watch Elf? No, we watched John Elf. Favreau's Elf? No, we watched the movie where uh, the girl's stepmom slash real mom yes. uh, drowns a cat in the toilet. Yes. Which is unforgivable. And I was going to say that the mom is my favorite thing because she's very over the top and scary. Yeah. And like and when I so over the top, like, I mean, yeah, the, the, the line reading is insane. It's like, Yes, what is it? Your stepfather? No, no your grandfather. The giant eyes are giving. Is a your fa- Your grand? The man in the study is your grandfather, and your father. <laughs> ah! And it's like da na na. And then they and, do the thing in movies to show you know that someone's actually crazy is when they're putting on lipstick. They push a little too hard and smear it all. Over we remember their face. Wild at Heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's or Night of the Demons, where Linnea quickly puts a lipstick in her breast. Oh. So gross. <laughs> Any kind of lipstick overuse is. And uh, then, uh, yeah. I mean. It's a good uh, acting prop. It's like eating, it's like having an apple or something and eating. Her mom <laughs> makes the very uh, bad mistake that she takes a bath. When yeah. the elf's a guest. And then she just happens to be listening to, to classical music. <laughs> On the edge with, of the bath. With a radio, as everybody does. They put a plug-in radio at the edge of your bathtub. You're just asking for it at that point. Oh, Wait, don't people I, I'm curious to know, like, I mean, this happens in movies all the time that they throw electronics and, like, electrocutes people. Yeah. Does that actually happen? It would probably have to be something pretty powerful, No, right? you know what? It doesn't. Um, because uh, outlets in uh, bathrooms mm-hmm. have something called GFCI. GFCI protection. It's like yeah. that little kind of reset switch yeah. that you see. So, yeah. uh, so it would. It basically you? shorts out, and it yeah. just the electricity goes off to, okay. pr- to protect. Yeah. So, so you wouldn't be like. Ah! No, you wouldn't. No. That's why uh, anywhere I think it's like six six feet from a water source. Oh, you, know, you need to I have, have to have a GFCI. GFCI. Did uh, they have those in 1989? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would think yeah. so. I know? mean, if movies are any indication, people are get, <laughs> getting electrocuted left, left, and right, and right. center. Yeah, it's you know true. what? Yeah, it's battery power. It's You're probably like, why. Ah. That's probably why they made that regulation. Is just all these people are like watching these movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, we didn't know this is so widespread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need Congress needs to vote on it. <laughs> the anti-electrocution and battery. <laughs> yeah, because when they invented electricity, the first thing people started to do is like have lights in baths, or, like yeah. holding a lamp, and they're like, "Ooh, hot!" And they drop it in the bath. Electrocutions all over the. You know, we're making fun of this, and someone's listening to like, "My grandfather died being electrocuted, <laughs> drying in the bath. his hair." So, is, we're sorry why, while showering. Why do all these things in the bath? I mean, like. 
okay, a book, fine. Yeah. But, you know, you could drop it in your book's room. And it's always like little monsters as well. It's like Chucky's and elves. Yeah, something will just Any sort of, of these tip it mo- over. movies, there's always some kind of yeah. monster getting in there. I mean, uh, I would say looking at the elf in this movie that he has difficulty holding objects, but that is not true near the end of the film. So. Yeah, yeah, he shoots a gun at the end of the film. <laughs> so, so we didn't yeah. mention that there are actually evil Nazis after our heroes Dan Haggerty there's um, like uh, a gunfight in a mall the girl and her friends sneak into the mall at night to to bone their boyfriend so they had yeah chopping yeah. mall style and then like yeah, yeah it was exactly I said that and uh, so like Nazis show up and they start shooting Dan Haggerty's shooting back at them I don't think there's any repercussions the no. next day no, uh, what the next day he talks to the cops and and they were like uh, letting him investigate this. <laughs> and he's like, I trust he's you. like, I just need twenty four hours. I trust you, Dan Haggerty. Um, but yeah, he plays so himself. They uh, they place it's a bomb. Rough. They place a bomb in his car. Um, he there's gets all chased. Kinds of he like jumps out of his car. Yeah, like there's a lot of yeah, like, he's winded going upstairs. A lot of stuff happens in this movie. Now, I I have to say I don't know. I have never seen someone smoke. As much as I've seen Dan Haggerty smoke, yeah. I don't know if he's a, a smoker in real life. This he is chain smoking in this movie to the point Endlessly. where to it's, the point where there's a scene he is brushing his teeth and smoking at the same time. <laughs> he's got a cigarette in his he's hand. Like a, it's the fuel that keeps him going. <laughs> it's like, almost like is that a joke? Is that I supposed to be a joke? He's always got a cigarette in his hand. He goes to yeah. visit the, the Dan Haggerty's like I'm not doing it unless I'm smoking. He, he goes to visit that weirdo with the all museum. the with all the old books around him, and it's like yeah. everything is wood. <laughs> And he's holding a cigarette. <laughs> that weirdo he, with all the books. And then he goes, then he goes to that, or something. Then he goes to that other guy's house and he's carving a Christmas turkey for his children, his young children. And Dan Haggard's holding his cigarette right by the kid's head. Yeah, he just, I mean, I think that it would have to be like the actor at that point because it's like, it can't not at that point. Yeah. I can't be in a scene and There's not like smoke. interviews with Dan Haggerty. He's like, I hate smoking. The director forced me to do it. They that were, would be surprising. They were those herbal cigarettes. Oh, oh my it's God. It's the worst. The clove yeah. cigarettes. So the movie ends with Dan Haggerty goes to the uh, Nazi in a wheelchair, and um, he, <laughs> he gets, goes off the rails. That's just, the grandpa. Yeah, he gets yeah. knocked over, and then Dan Haggerty disappears from the movie. There's like a scuffle, and it's implied that he gets shot, maybe shot or something. He, he just really, gets tired. You don't really all know. Those cigarettes. It's like, oh, it's ready I'm for out of breath. No, they ran out. <laughs> they ran out of smokes, and then. Uh, yeah. Contractually, kind of like, yeah. it's in his contract. Out of the movie, yeah. yeah. But um, the daughter gets chased into the woods with her son, uh, with, with her, her, her brother, younger brother, oh, okay, yeah. her pervert brother. By the way, he like spied on her oh, showering the pit earlier. Style, yeah. yeah, he's gross. Um, but then I guess she sprains her ankle because the elf is coming and she's like, "Go, go! He wants me or something." Oh no, no, wait! It's no the it's her uh, the Nazi chases after her and then she's saved by the elf with a luger. Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody shoots the Nazi and then it <laughs> turns out. It's the elf. The elf puppet with like a, a gun taped to its head. Yeah, it's like nailed. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. It's pretty cute though. And then the elf rapes her, unfortunately. Not cute. It's kind of shown. I miss they, this. They've shown what they can, which is just like her kind of, you know, making faces and this top half of it like kind of moving like around. Uh, they can't do much because as we mentioned, this elf doesn't have a body. It has a top yeah. half and some legs and feet. Yeah, for close-ups. Never see them in the same shot. Exactly. No. So, it, it, so it's kind of hard to tell well, what happens, I right? I think you do when it explodes in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the very last scene uh, is uh, her and the younger brother. They escape, and it looks like everything is okay. But over the end credits, you see 
elf fetus. Oh, yeah. no. Well, so, I mean, you skip the elf exploding where she puts a diamond in its mouth. Yeah. It's she like was an elf like, crystal. She has, yeah. like, Nazi powers. Yeah. Like, she said, the grandpa tells her, because she's the master race um, conceived with the perfect genetic whatever, mm-hmm. Give, take this crystal. You'll know what to do. And she like, and it's stuffing it in the elf's mouth yes. before it explodes, <laughs> as you do. And it's like, <laughs> it's like the classic explosion. It's like a stiff, like dummy yeah. of yeah. the elf, just so it can blow up. <laughs> it's for like a few too many frames <laughs> before yeah. it blows up. <laughs> it was like slow motion, but not <laughs> quite. Yeah. We got to talk about Dan Haggerty. Like, other than the smoking, you know, when we were talking earlier, but lack of charisma this guy he's has he's a pretty chill man his yeah. line delivery is he's a little bit so like the, he, jeff bridges as the dude from yeah. the big lebowski yep. oh but like you, <laughs> yes. you like you like watching jeff bridges and you know he's got character his line readings are so bland and monotone mind. i don't mind him I'm telling what? you, he's the best. I stand da- Dan Haggerty forever. He's the best actor in this movie, and that's ah, because everyone else is so bad. I don't know. <laughs> and about I'm not that. saying he's bad or good. He's Come bad. On. That Santa was Dan amazing. Haggerty forever. Oh god. Well, I like how so he bad. just narrates everything as it's happening. He just talks like, to nobody. Yeah, that's because we watched a theatrical cut of uh, Elf with the narration that was enforced by the studio. We see the director's cut, no narration. Really? I'm being sarcastic. I'm like making a reference to Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. <laughs> My wife called me sushi. Cold fish. <laughs> Dan well, Haggerty, like, a little known fact, he actually recorded that Harrison Ford narration. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so deadpan. Uh, Dan, so, we gotta we gotta make this sound like crap. Read these lines. Get Dan Haggerty. Okay, Harrison, no yeah, problem. Yeah, it's me, Dan Haggerty. Yeah, How's we got it these, going? So we got these Nazis at the mall. Well, Justin, if you grow your hair out a little more, it might look a little like Dan Haggerty's hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's got this like curly thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and if you get like a bear uh, sidekick. <laughs> yeah, and, and I grow stand, a giant beard. Well, you gotta get yeah, that beard. Then we can't. Yeah. We'll stop, start calling you Grizzly Adams. Yep, that's me. All right. Grizzly Adams Justin did McClue, have a beard. Known for his deadpan <laughs> delivery to everything. And chain smoking. And chain smoking. And that's me. And living with a bear. And fighting elves. Yeah. <laughs> elf. Fighting elf. elf. Fighting elf. So I don't know if you could tell, but uh, we love this movie. Uh, this might be my favorite like Christmas bad movie. I think we watched it like three or four times. Well, I think the first time I, we watched this was like, Christmas Day, like a couple <laughs> years ago, like like late, like after dinner, like yeah, we'd had yeah. drinks, like everyone was gone, and I was like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> and then we hosted like a bad movie party a couple years ago, and this movie killed. I gotta say, people liked it. Uh, I remember one person said, "Like, are you sure this isn't bad on purpose?" I was like, "No, no. this is this is." No. supposed to be good dan haggerty what if you really learned it was supposed to be bad on purpose well it does have a bit of a tongue-in-cheekness to it there's some jokes right yeah i can't remember I, i'm they're very I, subtle I, I, i'm half they're imagining very they're very subtle what if it was like a matt farley-ish like, <laughs> yeah. take? would it destroy the movie for you well someone on twitter said that don't let the river be sketchy was bad on purpose whoever said that i'm sorry you're you're not right you're, well, you're wrong. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like it's not, let's make a bad no, movie. It's not like they're that trying at all. to make no. a good movie. Yeah. Same yeah. with elves, you know? They're clearly trying to make a good movie. Yes, it's a campy horror Christmas, you know, Nazi movie, but it's not like a, <laughs> a comedy. You know what I mean? Uh, no. 
I think it's trying to be funny in certain parts. But and it's it not, is, which it's makes it not more at funny. All. It's I, don't, like, I don't think I would compare that to Don't Let the River Beast Get You. No, 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 no. Well, but no. When, you, when, you, when you have like Dan Haggerty delivering your jokes, yes. <laughs> they, they, they don't... Like a sad, yeah. deadpan. The joy, Charisma The joy of hole. River Beast is this is the best that these people could do, and God love them, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I agree with that, but... <laughs> Well, both are great movies, yeah. so, so check them out. Pottersville, don't watch unless you are <laughs> you know, unless you're just no, curious. I disagree. It's it's an oddity. Like I said, it's not. I don't know if you're it's gonna have a boring. I, I don't know if you're gonna have a good time watching it, but yeah, you just have to see it to believe that it's real. Like cats. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, like the animal cats. Yeah, like cats. You like look he, at them and you're like, "Who made those? Those aren't real." Those, yeah, I don't believe in them. God made them. I'm a cat's truther. Well, then, then what did we lock in the bedroom while we were recording the podcast? I don't know, but Sorry. he's Open been the crying door, the whole like time. A full man. It's Dan Haggerty. <laughs> um, Dan Haggerty went on to live for 30 years after the making of Elf. This is crazy. Yes. Like he died in 2016. 2016. <laughs> he looks like we we did the age, the math on it, and he was what like just 40 when he did this movie Maybe, or something but we made a joke that he like he's 25 <laughs> he, yeah. he looks like he's 60 yeah in he does movie. like he's 60 years old in and 1989 in 1989 i'm like if this guy chain smoked like he does in this movie i how did he live so living long living his best life good that's lord how. he probably had like robotic lungs or something like that <laughs> <laughs> he's the dan haggard no, of the future they were gonna put down the bear from grizzly adams he's, and he's like, like give me his lungs, give me his lungs. <laughs> Get bear lungs. He's like, I'm rich. He just ate them. No, yeah, he just have them have them transplanted into my body. Oh, um, so as we mentioned earlier, Pottersville is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone's Netflix, probably just not not just Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's definitely on Ron Perlman's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Elves uh, is on YouTube. Uh, I think. What you don't want to pay ninety dollars for a yeah. VHS tape? <laughs> I'm sorry that I I can't um, give you a legal way of watching this movie. I feel like this is a movie that's so old and obscure, like no one knows who owns it anymore. I feel like someone would have put it out if they could have. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. because so. I think this is fairly fairly well known and beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's on YouTube right now, and or you can probably find <laughs> Justin, it. Justin, you're laughing at that. What? <laughs> <laughs> that it's well known and beloved, like no, people like, love elves, like like yeah. Dan Haggerty himself. Yeah, fairly well known and beloved. Rest in peace, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you are with your pack of smokes, he's, he's, chained, he's up in heaven right now, chain smoking with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know Dan Haggerty. He he taught me that it was okay to be weird. <laughs> Okay. Let's get the photo. Do you think that uh, there's a photo of Jay and Silent Bob or like Dan Haggerty's grave? <laughs> like a cartoon picture? <laughs> and they're crying. Yeah. And they have like bear claws. Oh, God. <laughs> These are very specific references. All right. So. Uh, okay, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> yep. Like, like a, a Christmas, Christmas present. <laughs> um, so if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at no such thing pod. And uh, if you feel like supporting us on Patreon or patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie, $5, you get a little mini episode every two weeks. And next week, we're doing eight crazy nights. <laughs> you said it like that because we haven't recorded it yet. So get ready. <laughs> Watched it today. Yep. All right. So you can follow me at on Twitter at Decluge, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, letter J. You can listen to me on the Important Cinema Club podcast. Or you can follow me on Letterboxd, Justin LeClue. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A, Sergeant Zima. Uh, same on Instagram. Adults only. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> and I never said, sorry, I never said my Twitter, which is at April Atmansky. And don't follow that fake April Atmansky. Yeah, April out got there. a bot. Uh, yeah, that, what was like, it? Like, yeah, it's April Atmansky was two eyes in the yeah. name. A P R I I L. We had to report it to Twitter and they took it off. They, like, yeah. Did they take it off? We, yeah, I'm pretty they, sure they it's down. Sent oh. me a notification saying that it did violate I was hoping that rules. it would like be like a Russian bot and like start <laughs> tweeting like pro, I don't know, uh, conservative stuff. Well, it never tweeted anything, but the weird thing is, is the same Mike Hover photo and my profile photo were there but yeah. not my bio yeah and they followed everybody <laughs> yeah and then they will sloan everyone. was following it yeah <laughs> damn you will don't follow the clone april that's not <laughs> no. what do you mean it is me april <laughs> i'm the real april shoot her yeah. <laughs> i don't know I, I also love Avatar, <laughs> the last airbender. Uh, the last, the right no, you say the last airbender or the James Cameron movie? Uh, yeah. uh, uh, James does Cameron. Does not compute. Does not compute. Uh, um, but I hope everyone has a very lovely and safe holiday um, and a happy new year. Uh, I'm April Edmondson. I'm Justin Blue. I'm Colin Cunningham. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yep, Merry Christmas. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie.